You're listening to the Home Staging Show podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Lin. This is a show where we talk about all things real estate, home staging, and to live and to sell. Welcome back to season 11. This is episode two. Welcome back to another episode of the Home Staging Show. So, as I explained the last episode, I'm going to be going through as many listeners' questions as I can. If you still want to submit yours, just go to our blog, stagewarn.com/blog. Click on any blog post, and you will find a form on the sidebar. Or go to the latest show notes as well. There's a form that you can fill out to ask me any questions about home staging or your home staging business. I'm also going to be doing live streams as well on Instagram and Facebook、uh, simultaneously while I answer these questions. And if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram,、um, the system will actually art, like notify you when I go live. So that would be a really good way to catch me. So here is the question today. So I did my first home staging consultation. It was on a vacant home. The home is a model home for a new construction townhome in a community which attract many young professional as well as looking to downsize. I did not want to say no to a business opportunity. However, since I'm just starting out, I do not have any inventory. If I'm asked to help to stage this home, how do you recommend I go about getting furniture without going over my head in inventory expense? So I think this is an excellent question, and probably a lot of you encounter this as well、uh, when you're first starting out in the business, or even if you're being business for a while and you're short on cash, and you're not sure if you want to add more inventory for your business. So one of the things I would really recommend is to get a deposit. So how we used to run our Home staging job is that when the client has agreed to our proposal, they will sign a contract saying that they will pay fifty percent of the deposit, which is non-refundable. And once that is received,、um, usually that's when I go shopping if I want to buy new inventory. The other thing too is that when I first started staging, I was really hesitant in going to vacant home staging. I really just want to do occupied staging because. Simply, I didn't want to have the overhead and also like having to deal with inventory and storage and all that and moving as well, or also just do consultations. Unfortunately, all the projects I got called for are were all vacant home staging jobs, so it was an immediate decision to purchase inventory. I was really hesitant. I was at the store. I was really hesitant in buying things. My mom was with me at a time, and so she was just like, "Look, this is a tool for your business, so it's really important for you to invest in tools because these are the things that are going to help you make money." So that was a really good business lesson for me because ever since that, I really start looking at my inventory as tools to make me money for my business. But with that said, that doesn't mean you go out and buy everything under the sun because that would be bad, and we don't have unlimited resources. Time and money. So one of the suggestions I would have is to look at what kind of jobs that you're booking. So when you're first starting out, you will want to do as many different types of projects as possible because you can get a a really good sense of what you like and what you don't like. And then also you can figure out, for example, the logistics for doing starter home is a bit different than logistics of doing a multi-million luxury home. Simply, the inventory, the amount of inventory is going to be different. The size of inventory is going to be different. So the vehicle, like the moving company, 
um, et cetera, is going to be different as well. So when you do different types of jobs, you're going to encounter different types of logistics. Some of them are fairly easy to handle, and some of them are simply kind of like the elevation of like the smaller original problem. But either way, it's a really good way for you to learn what type of jobs you like and what type of jobs you don't like. And when you figure that out and which type of jobs you can excel at, it's much easier for you to niche down and find your sweet spot. Because that's exactly what I did in my business. And once we start niching down, it really changed our business operation. Like it was, the operation was so much smoother. It was really leaner because we're just. Focusing on one type of homes to stage, so that means that I just need to market to that certain type of demographic. You know that that type of real estate agents will represent that type of home, or and also inventory wise, because we only did a specific kind of home, so the inventory size is roughly all the same. I mean, we're not gonna get like an oversized sofa simply because that's not the type of job that we do. So operation-wise, you know, with storage moving and also buying, it became much more streamlined and much easier as well. Also, the other thing too is in the very beginning, you can also consider renting. Renting is a really good way for you to gauge in terms of how much to charge for inventory, because rental companies can usually because they buy in bulk, so they can really get a lot of stuff in, you know, with much lower cost. So one of the things you can consider is by looking at also how rental companies run their logistics in terms of arranging、uh, movers, communication with the clients, what kind of things are they billing you for? So those are kind of the good practices you can look into when you're working with rental companies. The other thing、um, to think about inventory is to think outside the box. When I first started building my business. I actually shop a lot at thrift stores. I also created my own artwork and stuff like that. Those kind of things, those are kind of creative outside of box things, can really help you save money on buying inventory. Because ideally, sure, we want to buy all the pretty things from all the nice stores. But realistically, when you first started, you might have to do a lot of do-it-yourself type of things. You know, like I spray painted light fixtures, for example, to use them in staging. I borrow stuff from my friends and family, like their furniture, home accessories, that kind of thing. In the beginning, it's really important to be very conscious about your cash flow because. Ultimately, you need cash flow to run your business, especially in in staging type of field. Even if you're renting furniture, you still need to supply, you know, things like soft goods, for example. Like people don't rent bedding.、Um, you need to bring in, you know, like additional artwork,、um, lifestyle accessories, you know, just little things. So those are kind of things that you need to really think about, and also just. Like figure out what are some of the things that you can save on, and what are some of the things that you should basically invest. I would say that usually when I buy furniture, I buy something that's very simple and streamlined, and I really use accessories to punch up the space. Accessories and artwork is really important in terms of layering to create that luxury feel or textures. The other big point is that you want to buy things that don't look cheap, or they're gonna photograph. Looking very cheap, so I usually invest in higher quality of silk flowers, for example, because those are kind of things that will really add onto the overall feel and atmosphere that you're trying to build as a stager. Because ultimately, we are selling a lifestyle. We're selling a, a aspirational lifestyle that the buyers can buy into. So it's really, really important to think about in terms of inventory choices. 
And then the other thing, the most common mistake that I see home stagers make is that they overbuy or they buy the wrong things that don't necessarily work with their inventory or work with their business. And a lot of it has to do with sales, actually, because a lot of times when people see sales, they're like, "Ooh, like sixty percent off." It's like saving money. But the other thing you have to think about is that if you bought something, even though you saved sixty percent. And it's on sale. But the thing is, if it sits in the warehouse, it's gonna take up space, so you can't get other inventory in. If it doesn't go out, make you money, then it's kind of a waste of space. So I think it's really important to think about what type of inventory you're gonna purchase for your home staging jobs. How much mileage can you get out of each piece? Um, of course, some of these things you're not gonna know right off the bat. It's gonna take some experiment. But ultimately, you really have to be careful in terms of inventory spending, and this is also why I really strongly encourage you to not get into credit card debt when it comes to buying inventory, because that's one of the most common mistakes that I see home stagers make, and I don't want you to make the same mistake. All right, so that's today's mini episode.、Uh, quick Q and A for this question, and also the other thing that people have been asking about is our anniversary giveaway. So last year we did a really great anniversary giveaway specifically for stagers. We give away courses and also cool tools that I think is very beneficial. At least when I ran my home staging business. So our anniversary is going to be at the end of the month on February twenty eighth, and so make. Sure, you're gonna check back to our website to join in on the giveaway. All right, have a great day, guys. Bye. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help and support the show, there are three ways to do so. You can leave a review and rating on iTunes. You can share the show on social media. Or you can donate to support the maintaining costs for the podcast. You can make a donation through the show notes or on the sidebar of our site. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please do so. This will help us grow the show and book more guests. Give me questions, feedback, and suggestions. You can comment on the show notes. You can also find the show notes by going to stagemore.com/podcast. That's it. Have a fantastic week and happy staging. 